0: Good morning, our friends. It's lovely to kind of see you all, but not really see you all at the same time. Um, Welcome to another week of Rooted. Last week, we just did a little introduction that as a community, we just know that the Father calls us to rootedness to each one of us that to be a a disciple, to be a follower of Jesus means that our roots are growing down deeper and deeper into him, that our roots are becoming more established into him. And so that when life situations and circumstances come about us, it doesn't mean that our canopy isn't swayed. It doesn't mean that we are a little bit shaken along the road because we're human. Um, But it, it it means that if we have developed root systems that our canopies will be sustained that we will keep on keeping on and you know guys this is not just a calling to the individual but to the corporate that we cannot develop good root systems without community and in this season where our structures and systems all have to change to be able to reflect and recognize the season that we're currently in but the that the places and spaces that the father is calling us to as church across the world In the season we're just really wanting to call us back as a community to to recognize those places where perhaps we haven't cultivated great root systems in our own lives where we've maybe um, forgotten to cultivate or don't know how to cultivate great community root systems Um, and we really believe as a community that this could shape and change the trajectory for us as Jesus followers as we move on. So just before we start, let's just pray together. So we're just going to invite Holy Spirit just to come, just to soften up our hearts to hear from him. Um, Throughout the Bible, there's this refrain where the Father is just inviting us, may you have ears to hear, may you have eyes to see. And these are spiritual ears and spiritual eyes that the Father wants to gift each one of us. So let's just invite him right now to come and, and unveil what he needs to to our eyes and to our ears that you may have a um, divine sifting to sift out any of the words i'm going to speak which aren't from him um, and you would be able just to, to land those down but that you would be able to hear what the father wants to speak to you today um, and how he wants to multiply that into the lives of other people as well so father we just thank you so much for your power we thank you so much for who you are and we just want to declare that we love you And we know that you want to speak to us, that your words are alive, that you are alive, that you are not dead, that you are not stagnant, but living. And we just speak, Father, that we would come under the canopy of your living life, abundant life right now. Come, Lord Jesus. So I just speak to those hearts right now who just feel a little bit hard. Maybe that's through disappointment or discouragement, whatever that is. I'm just going to invite you just to lay your hand on your heart right now. Lay your hand on your heart right now. And I just want to invite you right now to to invite Jesus, Holy Spirit, to come and to soften up your heart. So let's just take a couple of minutes. You may want to close your eyes in this moment. Just invite the Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit, we invite you into who we are. We invite you into our heart of hearts. Come, Lord Jesus. Increase your presence. Come, Lord Jesus. We love you so much. So today you guys um we last week we looked a little bit at Colossians and just talking a little bit about our root systems and just how throughout the Bible um, that's the root systems and an invitation has has gone out throughout the Old Testament and the New Testament to, for us to consider our roots, for us to consider when we are planted close to living water that our roots are going to gain nourishment. And there's a beautiful verse in the Old Testament that says when, our, when we have trees, when we are like trees planted by the river, that those trees produce fruit, regardless of the season. We know in the UK that our trees are very seasonal, right? So so we see a clarity in the seasons. Our, our trees tell us what season that we're in. And uh, there's fruit that comes in different seasons in the UK, like it would be abnormal to expect that apples to appear in February like um, unless there's a, a type of apple I don't know of that, that appears in February that would be abnormal to us that fruit we're expecting we see the signs of that fruit as well and um, because we, we understand that the roots have, have established to such a degree that the there's life coming through the trunk and out into the canopy whereby flowers can develop and then that turns into fruit there's a process there's a system for that it's a very systematic thing so if that tree didn't seek the nourishment it needed at the right time right throughout that process there would be no fruit and um, I think you guys what we're being called back to as the church I think that we've maybe slipped away from some of those just normal rhythms and normal practices which sustain us for the long term I don't know what your experience of church has been up to this point. I know that for some of you, um, and it's been a real joy over the last seven years, that you have come to know Jesus in the last seven years. And so maybe some of the things that other others of us who've come throughout a church history from a long period of time, you guys haven't picked up the same things that we've almost had to revisit and understand and revise as we seek to be community and relationship and I love some of the practices and rhythms that I can learn from those who've just come to know Jesus because there's a hunger and a passion there to know him to know more of him it's it's um, the bible talks often of this of of first love of of people who come to know Jesus are in a first love season like when i first came to know andy i was in a first love season But here's the thing, my marriage cannot be sustained on the dregs of love like like I, I I just cannot rely on that first love experience to carry through the rest of my life I've been married for 16 years now and one of the things that a friend said to us um, this year in, when we celebrated our 16th wedding anniversary isn't it interesting how we come birthdays come and go we don't have to do much other than keep ourselves healthy I guess um, for for the next birthday to come but for a wedding anniversary there's work there's effort there's rhythm there's systems there's there's um, prioritizing to be done for us to sustain to the next wedding anniversary and that's why Andy and I we're not always great at celebrating our wedding anniversaries but we decided this year we need to be better at celebrating this this is a victory we've done this we've we've pursued we've we've continued to pursue each other and when i look at Andy now um, 16 years later I still have exactly the same um, feeling and emotion towards him as I did 16 years ago because he is the one that I've chosen to pursue, that that I continue to choose to pursue. He is the only one on my radar that I choose to forsake all others, literally, because he is the one that I'm committed to and i just really feel you guys there's there's some other connotations in the bible that that jesus says will you allow me to be your husband like and and that same pursuit that we would apply to other relationships to our friendships to our kids to our workplaces to everything else to to health to well-being to nutrition all these things that we cultivate as daily habits and um, Like, there's something weird that happens, isn't there, in our relationship with the Father? Like, that somehow we're relying so much on a heaven-to-earth experience that we forget that he is the God who is our dad, who is saying, I want to hang out with you. I want to be with you as well. I want to be in the daily rhythms and the daily routines. And I absolutely um, just love that. Like So when we think about our root systems, going down deep we can we can think about where are our roots going to like right now the roots of your life where are you drawing nourishment from and and that's a question for us to ponder right because i think that if we were to do an assessment this week so if you were just to take a a sheet of paper before you and to figure out where is my nourishment coming from as a human being. Like, like, where are my places and spaces that I am committing to? So even by you just looking across your week to see how you're spending your week, helps you to discover where you're drawing nourishment from or why your tanks might be running really empty because there's, there's very few places of nourishment. And you know guys, I that's why I, I talk about rhythms and practices and over the last few years, the Father's been taking me on a journey of rediscovering rhythms and practices. I had the privilege of being born into a Presbyterian family. I had the privilege of watching my mum and dad take quiet time every morning. That that as a family we had rhythms in the evening. I totally did not appreciate those for what they were as a kid. Like they just annoyed me. And and to be honest, as I as I got a little bit older I just saw those as pure religion. And um, I did go through a season where I just threw out the baby in the bathwater because I rejected that because I'm just like, you can't tell me what to do and when to do it. Like that, that was really where my heart was at. And over the last few years, I've so come to deeply appreciate some of these rhythms and practices which are going to sustain us for the long term. Um, you know, guys, health and fitness isn't it? an interesting one? And um, and you know, like if you've been on a journey with with especially exercise, for example, as you first start to enter into exercise, having done really nothing before. There is pain. There is agony. There is wanting to give up at every every second chance. Like um, I've done these couch to five Ks before. I, I've started off with this great imagination of just running like the wind down down the street, um, but I forget that the process to get to that point of of being able to freely run takes a lot of time and energy and effort. And I, I do I have questioned myself sometimes why is it that I'm I'm willing to put in the time there when I, I'm not willing to put in the time with one of the with the most important relationship that I could ever have. And I just want to call us back into that place of rootedness. Now there's no shame here. And so some of you are are, are like the enemy would love to come into your head right now and say, Rhoda is pointing the finger at you and telling you what you should be doing. There's none of that at all but there is an invitation. There's an invitation to say, if you wanna have your roots grow down deep into him, there's commitment from us that we wanna just make a commitment to him. And we say, we wanna come on this journey. We know that it's not gonna be easy, that, that it takes 21 days for us to cultivate good habits for them to become part of our DNA. Um, but but guys, I just, I just wanna promise you that on the other side of that is, is fruit which is incredible, which is reliable, um, and there's there's also roots which we can depend upon, which are not going to change with the seasons, which are not going to change with our circumstances in life. They're not going to change, and, um, and even if we get an injury, those things don't change. Those things stay the same because the Father has promised us to stay the same. In um, Galatians, I just want to take us to Galatians in chapter five, and you know, throughout this this season, I'm wondering if he's calling us towards the letters of Paul. Um, these are really good letters for us in this season, and and maybe I'm um, just taking maybe Galatians or Ephesians or Colossians, and and one of your commitments could be I'm going to read two verses of this a day for the neck for the next few months um or i'm going to download an app on my bible where i'm going to read through the new testament if you go through the the bible in the year and um, towards the end of this month is the time when we start to read the new testaments the chronological bible in one year you can find apps for that you can buy i have like a, a paper copy of this um, and so towards the end of september is when the chronological year bible takes us to start in um, the new testament and actually it's a great place to start our bible readings and then so doing to end of september to end of september is really really great but just this calling to persevere as well with this not to give up um and maybe you need to set yourself into community for this to gather two or three others and um, what about this the, the sixth number just now i'm really excited about that like um, gathering with five others to, to read through the Bible together, what would that look like? But, but here's, here's the fruit, here's the fruit, and Galatians um, 5 talks about this. But what happens when we live God's way? He brings gifts into our lives, much the same that fruit appears in an orchard. Things like affection for others, exuberance about life, serenity... We develop a willingness to stick with things, a sense of compassion in the heart and a conviction that a basic holiness permeates things and people. We find ourselves involved in loyal commitments, not needing to force our way in life, able to march, marshal and direct our energies wisely. This is what I believe happens when we commit to living a rooted life a life rooted into him when we know who we are so our identity is set into him alone our identity is not set into our job it's not set into our circumstances it's not set into our finances it's not in in, it's it's just literally not set into the things that this world would like to tell us that they should be set into our identity is set into him alone so if all else fails, he is the one that we fall back to. And, and life brings us stuff. Like I've had a lot of stuff in my life that has floored me at times. That has pulled the carpet from beneath my feet. But I'm so thankful that the furthest place that I can fall is into Jesus Christ himself. And I am so thankful for the, the community cultivated in seasons that I can depend and rely on, that I commit to, that I, I cultivate and develop, that I prioritise as part of my schedule. So guys, I, I, I want to almost like finish here and, um, you know, we could go on for like hours and hours and talk about this, but I just want to drip feed like um, droplets here. But, but do you want to have a life where you have the ability to stick with things, a sense of compassion in your heart, that you're affected by what you see, that you're not um, affected but effected by what you see, that you are effective and then therefore affective in this world because you have compassion in your heart, that you have a conviction that basic holiness permeates all things and all people. That holiness is available to each one of us and holiness is not a religious entity but a calling from the father and holiness simply means becoming more like him do you want to become more like him and this is where we go back again to the root word or rooted in the latin is radix which is radical this guys is what it looks like to become a radical people radical people so next week I want to move on so so I want you to consider what are some of the practices this week that you're going to develop that you're committing to as well so is that to to, to read a portion of your Bible if you find that really hard I do just invite you to, to download the Lectio 365 app don't think that you can do this by yourself you need to reach out to two other people right now to say I want to commit to this I want to commit afresh to becoming rooted to him actually let's do that now some of you have never made this commitment of saying i want to commit to being rooted in you jesus and so i just invite you just where you're sitting right now i'm not going to lead this i'm going to i'm going to just give you some um, inspiration of how you could do this and then we're going to have a little quiet time straight after this video for you to just come before jesus and say jesus where are my roots and then to, to invite him, Jesus, I want you to be my roots. The simple, simple thing. And you know, if you're doing that for the first time, if you've never ever in- invited Jesus to be your root system, Jesus, to, to discover Jesus as your very best friend, that you're inviting him to be your Lord, that you're inviting him to be king of your heart, and that you're, you're pushing all aside to, to make him king of your heart then I'd love you to email me at rhoda.carlalveyor.com at to let me know that you're doing that so that we can champion you on and spur you on. Or maybe you're recommitting to that, so I need you to reach out to two others who you know love Jesus and just say, I'm, I'm making this commitment afresh because I recognise and realise that I have not um, allowed him to be my root system that I have not invited him to be my root system that there's other things that I've I've been distracted by and I need to return to places and spaces where I'm going to commit in the long term. So yeah I just it's just an invitation for each one of us to sit down. So there's a couple of minutes of quiet now and um, just as we end this video and Father we just speak your blessing on this time that you would just call us afresh back to who we are in you. That our identities would be set into you and you alone. Amen.